0: Welcome to the On The Money podcast with John Manike. Hello, Taish. Hello, sure, 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 sure. How, How you? That? That? Ah, get program, yeah, yeah, thanks for I'm joining cool. us and for your team, man. I ah, know it's a pleasure, man. I was it's saying uh, off everything. the record, really. mm-hmm. when I only diehard, you refuse to... Mm-hmm. to <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: They don't call me diehard for Nazi. Oh, you watch that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a matter of just like, you yeah. know, keep, keep fighting, always yeah. trying to get the better version of me, you know? Yeah. And keep moving forward and pushing. Yeah. That's what we're here for, man, you know? Yeah. Just to be better than yesterday.
0: Apart from the word Ishmael, do you have any other name?
1: Yeah, I have uh, Ishmael, and then I have my other name is Mulifi and Muliv. then my other one is Nde Twente. So I have three names. OK. Yeah. Talk to me about the third one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, Nde Twente, because, OK, I'm uh, I'd say half-so to half-kosane. Okay. Kosa, my mother's side. So, Nde mm. twenty is from my mother's
0: father. What does it mean?
1: It means beautiful yeah. language, beautiful yes. talk. Okay. That's what
0: it means. And I, I guess that sums up your music.
1: I actually was thinking about it, and then I realized, yeah, maybe that's, you know, cause <laughs> it has to do with that. So, But I never yeah. really went into depth yeah. in terms of finding out which, what is the real, real meaning, mm. you know?
0: Yeah. So, where were you born? Where did you grow up? Yeah. Scalier-wise yeah. and all that.
1: Okay. I was born in a village called the Mafula, which is in Delarivio, right? Mafula. I know a lot of people don't know that place. Which it,
0: province is that?
1: It's in Northwest Delarivio. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Then we moved to uh, Rustenbeck. Okay. Rustenburg, a, a place called, it used to be called Hearty Fontaine hmm. and then it later changed it to be called Litabo. Yeah. Growing up, went to school there, you know, primary school, secondary school. And then when I came to Joburg, huh. my parents moved to Clarkstop, okay. which is still in Northwest, you huh. know. So that's, right now I would say home where yeah. my mother and father are and my family is, huh. is Clarkstop, Joburg too. Okay. Yeah. Scale-wise? I sort of left school. I, I don't huh. have a metric. Yeah. Yeah, so I came to Joburg trying to do this music thing, yeah. which in a way affected my going to school, Yeah. because I tried to go to school. In, huh in Tsakani, working here and traveling to Tsakani every morning, but that didn't work out. Mm. You know, so, yeah.
0: You know, some much. people think what I know, if, if you don't have metric it means it's the end of your life. It's not.
1: No, no, definitely, no, it's not. Yeah. It's definitely not. It's, uh, it's just one of those, but I mean, obviously, it ha- education helps.
0: Huh.
1: Education helps in terms of, yeah, we live in a society where it's required, knowledge is required. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but it's not the end of the day if you didn't finish school.
0: Yeah. At what stage did you discover your your passion for music?
1: Yo, from as far back as I can remember, from really a child. Yeah. The only thing was just music in my music, mind. Yeah. You know? I, other kids would be going there and and doing playing football and huh. I was always on the radio listening to the radio. Yeah. Yeah. As far back as I can remember, huh. even before I could even start singing, huh. I, I was already in love with music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people might not know, Hore, your passion for music. I mean, you you moved to from Northwest to Joburg yeah. to pursue this career. Yeah. Before you met the likes of Bo, Tadej, Chukontwala, Bo, um, Dumas yeah. You actually, at some point, uh, you were hustling. I mean, you even worked as a cleaner in Hilbro.
1: I worked as a, a petrol yeah. attendant mm. Yeah. in mm. Uh And also I worked as a... I don't know what you call, the people that flip the burgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the beggar. I'll just call them flip beggars. Yeah, the chips and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, actually not far from here. Yeah. Yeah, so th- those were the type of jobs I did uh. when I came to Joburg. Uh. like small things, but I was not very successful at them because yeah. I was really, I was always at the club or always where the music was. Yes. Because, you know, back then in places like Hillbrow and Novo, there was always like an open mic place, a place where you can, where you can go and sing
0: yeah. uh,
1: with the band there and stuff. So I was more drawn into that uh. than, than work. So it, it affected my school and work, yeah. because you're at the club singing there, uh. and then you have to make it in the morning.
0: Ish. Sometimes it's so So, how did your breakthrough come about? I mean, who did you meet? Uh, who believed in you? Knew, who, who actually pulled you out there and said, ah, man, this guy, let this guy shine?
1: It started when I actually started working with Prachikotwala. Yeah. Yeah, because back then I used to be a backup singer for Prachikotwala. Uh, uh. So, I think that introduced me to the industry. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it was nothing big, but it really, at least one foot in and uh. stuff. But then, where I was like, really, like, and then I started, people started noticing this so when, when I joined Prophets of the City from Cape Town, yeah. you know, because there we started touring, we started just being on TV, we started doing things, you know, so the visibility was there. Yeah. You know, people were kind of noticing, oh, okay, who's this kid, you know, yeah. even though I was a dancer back then,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, in the group, but yeah, people kind of like took note. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the big, big one was when skiing started. Yeah. The skiing, they did Vavas J. Right. Yeah. That that really put us in the map. And yeah. People was start, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this there's is something a there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: you know. Who else have you worked with?
1: I mean, the people that I worked with from the beginning that I really appreciate
0: that have
1: so much to do with what's happening with me today. It's I worked with Nduma Silela. I work with Manila Speaker. Huh. We, we they had a band called MMD Lux. Huh. So we used to go around townships performing. I, I was a lead singer in the band huh. and stuff like that. I work with those people and uh yeah, those those are the the people that really like you know, made me just get familiar with the music industry yeah. and stuff. Even with you know, some studio sessions and stuff like that uh. yeah mandla speaking room too yeah, yeah. Uh. chico twala you know uh. i mean that's before even the the pocs and the schemes and all that stuff
0: so who has had a biggest influence in your life musically mm-hmm. but also life in general i would say
1: lance uh. lance day of uh, motherland records i would say Athamofakate at triple nine you know what i mean uh. because that's when You know, big things really started happening in my career. You know, where I was like making hits, uh, music selling, and you know, touring, performing, and making some money from it, you
0: know? What are some of the biggest highlights in in your life?
1: There's so many and they're different. Okay, the first one was like when we, when I joined Prophets of the City. Right. It was weird because I joined Prophets of the City and two weeks after, like from streets, from nothing, from nothing happening to actually going and touring Going to Europe and mm. just performing all over
0: mm. Europe, you know. And what are some of the countries you traveled? We
1: did almost everything: Copenhagen, Denmark, France, uh, Germany, mm. Amsterdam, wow. London, wow. Uh, Sweden, and just like everywhere, pretty much in Europe, you know. Mm. At a very young age, uh, it was that was like a highlight, and even getting to perform with some of the biggest stars back then, Boma uh, Fuji's, you know. Mm. Boma Lauren Hill, Boma James Brown, people like that, you know? That was like, wow. But back then, for me, it was like, it was. I wouldn't say it was not a big thing, but I didn't see what was happening. It was like, it happened so quickly that it was like, okay. And then later on, I started to realize, wow, yo, those were big things happening back then, you know? Mm. But I mean, obviously back then you couldn't see, because I was just like in the, spare of the moment type of, just enjoying. Yeah. Just loving the music and wow. Yeah, just being in all those countries and and just being happy that I'm on stage. Yeah. Pretty much. You because know? I
0: mean that has always been your passion.
1: Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 So I, I guess with, with this travelling, uh, going to Europe and, you know, starting having those big hits Mm. meant also money started rolling a bit and so on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, um, I started seeing money coming in. I mean, I mean, for me, I come from in a background where there was no money at all. Yeah. You know, I come from family, no money, nothing. Mm. You mm. know what I
0: mean?
1: Mm. Uh, to actually be like, being able to make money from music, you know, during those times, it was like amazing. It was like a blessing, you know? Mm. Yeah, of course, money started coming in started affording things, you know, yeah. being able to rent out the flat and, you know, stay there, buy yeah. a kanyana, yeah. things like that, even send money to back home and things like that, helping yeah. people, you know.
0: Yeah. If That's you were to best. give advice to your younger self now, mm. yeah. uh, financially, what would you say?
1: Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I would be like, <laughs> you yo, start with yo, yo, yo. I would be <laughs> like, yo, sit down. Get a glass of water. Yeah, (laughs) You know, let me school you. (laughs) Yeah. This money thing is not a joke, bro. Uh. Uh, Save your money, Uh. you know. And uh, when money comes, Uh. save it. Money is not always going to come the way you think it is. Because, you know, when money comes, in the music industry, obviously, Uh. when money comes, it comes. You feel like it's going to be there forever. Uh. You feel like it's going to keep coming. If... You don't have a good head or good advice. It's gonna come and it's gonna go. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. I would, I would say save your money. Yeah. Don't play with money. Yeah. You know, invest. to yeah. all those things that obviously back then I didn't know. You know? Yeah. Do not play with money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially for musicians. Yeah. You know, people in the arts. Yeah. Money is. It's not like every month you have a salary. You it's know? It's Yeah. You yeah. know. It, There's there's times where it's really, really dry, Uh you know? Uh And then there's times when it comes, it's like a bulk. And Uh then there's times where there's nothing, you know? So so it really takes a skill. I think, you know, for people in the arts, man, Uh we need a a school of just money management, Uh you know? Uh Yeah, but obviously now it's better because the information is out there, you know? Uh You can actually, like, Google anything and information is... It's more than it used to be before, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Look, the, the good news about you is that, look, you've been quite open about some of your, your darkest moments, uh, some of your lowest points in life, yeah. uh, like when you hit rock bottom because of drugs and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that start in the first place? Well, it
1: always boils down to not having a good head about things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. all the money just coming in like rough, you know? Like from having no money and just money coming coming in like in box, uh-huh. you know, where you really don't know what to do with it and the lifestyle choices. And you know how certain things, they'll creep up on you. One minute, you're having a good time, you know, on top of the world, uh-huh. and the next, you're like,
0: you're hooked. You yeah. How much we you spending per weekend on drugs at the time when, when you hit that snap?
1: Honestly, I, d- I don't know. I don't know how much, uh-huh. but because it's not really like you're always the one that's spending, you uh-huh. know? You, you're with people. People are chipping in and stuff like that. It's like going to a bar and like having a drink, you know. Yeah, yeah. And some today, somebody's gonna buy, and the next round is you. That so it's that kind of situation. So, yeah, but definitely like a, a lot of money without realizing
0: yeah. was spent. Yeah, was wasted. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Before you came out of it, was it really affecting your money? When you have money, you don't really see that. I only realized when
1: the money started drying up that yeah. okay. You know, if some of the choices that I made I wouldn't have spent this much, I wouldn't have, you know what I mean, I wouldn't have, you know, certain things take your money away from you, Mm -hmm. unnecessary things, like yeah, yeah, substance abuse and stuff like that.
0: So the rehabilitation process, I mean, how how did that come about? I
1: would say, from my experience, anything you don't want to stop, you're not going to stop. I don't care who says what to you, and I don't care what kind of help you can get, you can go to all the rehabs in the world, mm. but if you don't want to stop, you're mm. not going to stop, mm. you understand? And mm. it took me to actually wanting to stop, Yo, this is this is too much, this mm. is,
0: I mean, I've been to rehabs, but then relapsed. So you've been to a couple of rehabs uh, no, a couple I've, of oh, times?
1: Yeah, I've been to one, but I've been, and then I relapsed, and mm. then I'll stop, I'm like, I can do this, but so I'll stop, and i go back, stop, go back, you know what I mean? Mm. It was like, uh, I couldn't win the battle mm. then, you know, mm. until I was like, okay, he, I've decided like I really you know it came from inside from deep oh. inside that you know what for my health and for for just the right way of living I need to stop this is not my thing uh-huh. you know this is definitely not for me you uh-huh. know because obviously I couldn't control it I couldn't I couldn't function proper uh-huh. you know under those circumstances it was messing up more than actually like doing anything good for me yeah. you know either I had to lose everything uh-huh or stop, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I, ch- I chose to stop, and for me, it was like, I think the best decision I've made. Yeah. And I uh, thank God that he gave me that
0: power, that strength to, to actually be like, nah. Do you think that might have affected your career in music? Uh, in, in yeah, yeah, no, it affects everything. Yeah. Definitely it affects everything. It affects
1: not just my career, it affects my relationships, it affects my family, oh. it affects, because it's my life, you know, it affects everything about my life.
0: When you decide that I'm coming out of this, Yeah. What are the things that one needs to be doing in order to avoid relapsing?
1: Uh, after relapse, like, ah, no, I'm cured, I'm good, you know? Uh, uh. I mean, obviously, they give you rules. they like, you know, you, you have to avoid people, places, and things. that oh, people, places, and things. That would draw you back into it or yes. remind you into it, into yes. those kind of vibes. But I ignored those things. I was uh. like, ah. It's nothing. I can do this, you know. Yeah. But then, before you know it, you're back in it. Mm. You know. Yeah. So it's like a back and forth situation that mm. when you come back, it's worse than before and all that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it really changed when I started kind of like praying. Really like because even here, they they tell you they're like, yo, uh, you have to believe in something. Yeah. Higher power. Yes. You know, talk to your higher power. You know, yeah. to because it's almost as if you can't do it on the, yeah. on your
0: own. Yeah.
1: You can't be trying to, for example, quit alcohol,
0: yeah.
1: but you're at the club every day. Yeah. You, you're not really going to win.
0: And you're hanging around people who are drinking, you understand you what say I'm you want saying. to quit. Yeah, you're yeah. not
1: going to win. Yeah. You know, so until I kind of like paid attention to the rules, and yeah. I felt like, okay, sharp.
0: no, I'm good. How long have you been clean now? From last year, November. So we're looking about four months. Yeah. Also. And and
1: for me, for me, I know for four months to somebody like, why wow, that's nothing.
0: Yeah. But I mean, but for you, it's a victory. It's, it's
1: a big thing because yeah. I mean back then I couldn't last for a week. Yeah, got <laughs> on I mean? yeah. yeah. So for yeah. me, it's a, it's a big thing. But yeah. for
0: how long have you been uh, stuck in that in that in that challenge?
1: You can say in ten years, but this time is definitely. A real thing,
0: okay. You know what I mean? I'm happy for you that at least you're seeing progress. So, focusing on the business side of things, I mean, I believe mm. you have a music studio,
1: I have a recording home studio. Yes. I would say, yeah.
0: What is your vision, yeah, uh, to get yourself back to where you want to be? Well,
1: pretty much what's happening right now is I'm more focused in you know, dropping music, yeah, and also I'm planning on just helping other upcoming artists, you yeah. know, recording them and just doing musical things, but yeah.
0: Look, I know you. When you do your thing, you do
1: (laughs) your thing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I have some stuff that is going to drop that is sick. That's insane. And I work with Motherland's Records. Okay. Yeah, so definitely we have something brewing, beautiful, Mm. and uh, there's also a Josie project that might happen. Okay. Yeah, so Mm. like a few good things that are on the pipeline.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, You know, that's what I love about it, uh, you know, and what you're saying that as much as there is the other side that you're coming out of and you've mm-hmm. come out of, you are aiming at something. You've got something to aim yeah. at. And in doing so, I mean, that's that's the force you are looking for to encourage you, to drive you to wow. move forward. Yes, definitely. I feel like if I didn't have
1: anything to do, it would make it a bit hard yeah. for me. I mean, obviously, it's things that I've always been wanting to do, yeah. that I've been doing, but yeah. just because of the situation where I was, it was really hindering yeah just the progress and the, the focus you yeah. know, it was just like it was really affecting the focus but now I'm still doing the same things but clear focus yeah. you know of clear goals and responsibility yeah you know and then those things I wanted to do I can do them better yeah. this time yeah. you know because there's not gonna there, there's no uh, obstruction or any disturbance yeah you know what I mean yeah. I'm looking I'm taking that energy I was using for bad, I'm pouring it into a positive thing, into yeah. something that can give me life and give me prosperity. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I'm really, yeah. I'm happy. I'm looking forward. I feel good inside. I'm
0: yeah. like, yeah. So where do you see yourself over the next five to ten years?
1: Besides killing the airwaves and just, <laughs> I'm a type of person that obviously I'm always going to be in the music, whether behind or yeah. in the front. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I see great things. I see a person that owns. That's going to be having you know owning properties whether yeah. it be a flat or whatever you know I'd, i'm i'm going that direction yeah you know? yeah because i think even though i'm a late bloomer yeah. but the information that i have now yeah. i think can give me life you know and can give, bring me prosperity
0: yeah yeah so financially speaking what are you going to do differently?
1: i mean obviously there's going to be more information coming more knowledge coming and wisdom uh but what I'm seeing right now is just oh. me getting into the whole property vibe, you know? Uh. Even if it's just like getting a small mkuku and small place and building up to it, whether getting a flat or buying it, you know? Uh. Small, small, go forward, save some money, invest in good things, in things that can help in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what support system do you have?
1: My support system really has been the people that I work with, my motherland records you know yeah. they've been very supportive and they also played a big role in me you know being clean yeah because there's so many things that uh that are at stake now yeah you know what i mean uh i believe a very talented artist and yes. producer and uh you know that was really hindering my progress and uh with that this clarity that's happening uh-huh. and uh, them supporting me uh-huh. And knowing that we can do this,
0: yeah, it's the first step. So when you look at the last 10 years yeah. versus the last four months, yeah. is there any particular thing or things mm. that you are doing differently that you think is the reason why you feel good about yourself, you're optimistic about your future, and you're mm. conquering this thing?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I pray more, mm. I'm home more, more focused and more just taking care of myself. and Loving myself, Uh. you know, because, you know, I think I've been a people pleaser. Yes. More than loving myself. Sure. You know, so I think the more I start to love myself, the more I actually like, there's progress, you know? Uh. The more I feel good, you know? We obviously, without being selfish, but loving myself, Uh. you know, I think there's, I see a lot of good results, you know? With everything really, with with my health, Uh just life because it's not just one thing it yeah. affects the whole the entire
0: thing you know looking at you one wouldn't say you're actually 51 there but
1: oh yeah oh yeah i know i guess it's a, it's a whole blessing thing but obviously i don't see myself i take it as a compliment yeah thank
0: you yeah because i mean i i, I would imagine you see oh, at least the advantage with being in the, in the music industry that you don't have to stress so much about you know people who have a nine to five they tend to think about retirement age and, and all that. Yeah. But of course, I mean, musically, it's really about being relevant mm-hmm. uh, for you to stay in music and, and actually uh, uh, be able to sustain your life. Mm. Because I mean, you've been in this, in this game for, for many, many years. Chief.
1: You can say I've been in the industry,
0: give or take 30. So if you've been in the music industry for 30 years, mm. Within that 30 years, there's going to be different generations. Yes, how do you stay relevant?
1: First of all, it's like I love music, mm. I love music, uh, any genre. A good song is a good song, it doesn't matter whether it be rock, white, or piano, or whatever. I don't be so. Me being a music lover, I don't judge music as much, you know mm. what I mean? I don't, I'm not one of those guys that be like, ah. Oh. You know, our generation, our kwaito was better. Or oh, this is my piano thing is what? But you know what I mean. I look uh. at music as a fan. Uh. You know, so I always involve myself in the in the listening of the music as well. You know, and so knowing what's hot now and knowing what works, uh. I think it it helps because if you're in the music business, you have to know what's happening now. So you, and find ways to be part of it and how you can be part of what's happening right now. Uh. You, you know and instead of just, like, being trapped in the past, you mm. know? Yeah, the past was good, but what's happening right now, Yeah, you have to be part of it, you know? You mm. see it everywhere in business, everywhere. It's like, BMW makes a car, they're not gonna be like, oh, yeah. we're not making any cars anymore. That, mm. The one we did in 88 was the, the one. Yeah, You know, you see, they always come with different models, mm. which music is like that, too. Mm. You, you have to always find yourself there, in the new one, find yourself. How can I squeeze myself in
0: there? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Daesh. Yeah, I'm really appreciative of your coming here and uh, opening up and sharing with us yeah, you know, some of these insights about your life, your journey, and all that.
1: Yeah, no, anytime, my brother. And, and, and I hope if this can help somebody, you know, from yeah. learning from my mistakes, because somebody, p- people can learn, you can learn from somebody's mistake, yeah. not to do it, you know. I and mean, That's what we're here for, to show each other in life this way, not this way,
0: yeah. you know? Yeah. So finally, if, if you were to give advice to young people getting into the music industry, mm. knowing what you've learned with some of the tough decisions you've had to take in your life, good or bad, yeah. what would you say uh, to young people?
1: I would say to young people, I mean, young people in music today, they don't realize how fortunate they are. Mm. They're very fortunate because all the information they need it's on their phone yeah all hundred percent all of it is on your phone Uh so use it use that you Uh know you anything you want to know it's on your phone you don't Uh even you can even be out there in a farm
0: Uh
1: away from nobody by yourself Uh and you can work from anywhere in the world Uh you know what i mean so you guys are blessed the 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 now generation in music so no
0: excuses Uh you have everything you need thank you so much Thank Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you you so much, man. And all the best. Old Mutual. Do
1: great things every day. Old Mutual life assurance company SA Limited is a licensed FSP and life insurer.